Hello and welcome to Audible Clutter. This is Michelle. And this is Gail. We've been taking a break because I think we kind of got burned out over politics and it's been, what, three weeks and the Republicans are still whining about an election they lost resoundingly. Yeah, they are whining so, so much. I mean... And suing. And suing and continually getting thrown out of court. And pressuring state legislators. Yeah, which is just horrible. And Donald Trump resoundingly lost the popular <laughs> vote for the second presidential election in a row. <laughs> yeah, and this time he lost the electoral vote, too. Too, yes. By a margin which, when he won it, it was fine and wonderful, and the landslide. And, mm-hmm. But when Biden wins it, it's all fraudulent votes, which even William Barr, the attorney general appointed by Trump and doing everything for him, has made a public statement that there is no evidence of fraudulence in the elections. Yeah. Everybody has said that. Even the again, Trump again. lawyers in Giuliani, in, when they actually talk to the court and they have to tell the truth, say there is no real evidence, there's no evidence of fraud. Right. Because there is no evidence of fraud. It was a secure election, and Trump is just trying to scam money from people <laughs> and overturn an election that he lost. Yeah, because he just can't accept that he lost. And, yeah, he is trying to scam as much money as possible out of people yeah, so that he can pay off the massive amounts of debt. Yeah, because there's fine print, like, 40 or 60% of the money people donate to his legal stuff can be used to pay down <laughs> campaign debt. Right. Because Trump is a horrible businessman, and so he's in debt and has been paying prop- his properties for things, and skimming money off the top is his family thing, which is why Ivanka <laughs> Trump has been deposed by... <laughs> In in, in, all, in a case about funds being used for the inauguration. Right, yeah. Just recently, she apparently spent five hours being deposed about that because there's shady dealings going on because the Trumps are can't run nonprofits in the state of New York because... Because there was so much corruption surrounding the Trump organization. Yeah. Um, so it's appalling that people fall for this over and over again and give him more money. And yet they do. And that's why he wants to stay president, because this is a money stream that he does not want to give up, and it's also protection from prosecution. Right. Uh. Which he is terrified of. Yes. Um, Which is why he won't release his tax returns. It's also, you know, clout, and he can do things like renovate the FBI, move the, renovate the FBI building so nobody builds a hotel, or move the FBI. Wasn't he moving the FBI? The FBI was building was supposed to move out of D.C. to someplace in Virginia, and they canceled that so that that property will not be available for another hotel to be built on. Yeah. So Trump is bullying and whining and has done completely unethical things, like have to the head of the Michigan State Legislature into the White House to try to sway them to throw out the rightfully elected slate of electors. Yeah, and they did, he did the same thing with a bunch of um, legislators from Pennsylvania, too. Did they actually go? The, some of them actually went, including Mastriano, who found out that he was positive for coronavirus while he was at the White House. Yeah, because the White House continues to be super spreader events. Mm-hmm. Or host super spreader host, events. Yeah. Um, Mike Pompeo is having Christmas parties with 900 guests. Yeah. And no social distancing. And there are 20 balls planned at the White House 
this month. Yeah. And we are, I was just reading a doctor somewhere for CNN or something who was saying that hospitals in some places are going to have to start triaging care for COVID. And we have like 22% of the cases, 30% of the cases, 22% of the deaths, and mm-hmm. only 5% of the world's population. Right. I mean, we have been hit so hard because of the incompetence of our government. And yeah. the fact that so many Americans refuse to give up traveling for Thanksgiving. And refuse to wear masks. It's just so simple to wear a mask when you're not in your house. Yeah, it is. Um, there's still mask man- mandates in Pennsylvania when you go into stores. Right, but even, even then people walk in with a mask on and then take it off. Yeah, or pull it down. Or pull it down. Yeah, if you put, it, a mask does no good if it's covering only your chin. Yeah. And... <laughs> L.A. and a couple of other places in California have gone into stay-at-home, if you can, lockdowns again because it's just so bad. And as bad as the numbers are now, they're going to be worse in two weeks. Right. And if we don't take extraordinary precautions as people because our government is doing nothing for us, it'll get even worse. I mean, Christmas is going to be horrible Yeah. at this rate. So please stay home. Please stay masked if you're going out. Don't do unnecessary things. Get... There's takeout and delivery options for groceries, and we've been getting fresh produce. Yeah, we get fresh produce from the York Fresh Food Farm every week. It's great. Yeah. They, just, they deliver it, they drop it off at the door, they send me a text that says, it's here, and yeah. I go and get it. They're also supporting people who can't afford food, because with the pandemic, there's a lot of people out of work, and right. there's a lot of food insecurity, and so they have... They, they, they were partly designed to... Um, They've started this organization, York Fresh Foods, partly to bring um, fresh fruit and veg to lower income families. Right, so they go to the Section 8 housing mm-hmm. and they set up outside of there and they take food stamps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes they have food that is free. Yeah. You just stop by and get it. Yeah, and, and they always have a, you can, you know, donate five bucks to get a family food. Mm-hmm. And so we do that as often as we can. Now that I've twisted Gal's arm and convinced her that we should start doing it. Yes. They have really good produce and they grow it themselves. It's great. Yeah, this week we got, well, last week was was like 10 pounds of food. Uh, It was mostly like potatoes. Potatoes and and sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. and Yeah, but this week we got like greens and lettuce and a little thing of microgreens. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, and more potatoes and... Onions. Onions and lemons and lots of apples and it's really good stuff. So yeah, eat healthy. That's one of the things that you can do to help yourself with coronavirus and prevent COVID-19. Vitamin D, get sunlight if you can, ventilate, air out your house, especially if you think you're sick. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we open the windows in the bedroom every day. Well, we open all the windows. We open all the windows every day and turn down the heat and air it out. And I'm going to keep doing that as long as it's possible because ventilation is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's a slow creeping thing. Um, aerosol or the viral load is apparently one of the major factors in how sick you get. So even if you get exposed, if you can cut down on the virus taking, building up as much, um, so eat well, sleep well, mm-hmm. um, good hygiene practices, cleaning off surfaces, cleaning off your phones, um, ventilation, washing your hands, washing your hands, medicinal teas, 
That's what we do, elderberry and divine immunity and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you should assume at this point that if you go out and spend time places, you probably have been exposed. So wash your hands, don't touch your face. Mm-hmm. And, you know, try to be a little extra careful for several days after you um, go out. Gail had to actually go in the office, and that was a little weird. Yeah, like, yeah, two. It's been almost two weeks now, but yeah, we actually had six people in the office because we had two new reporters coming in and they had to get their computers set up and that sort of thing. And yeah, most of us, well, I hadn't been inside any place with that many people except like a store since March and it was weird and kind of freaky and yeah. Uh. Yeah, we're having our upstart quarterly board meeting tomorrow, but the last time we or we had our last quarterly board meeting, we had it outside a coffee shop because it's fresh air. Woohoo. And it was August. And it was August, but now we're going to be doing Zoom meetings because it's November, it's December. December <laughs> and I'm not going anywhere where I can't sit outside or mm-hmm. um sit in front of a very open window. Yeah, so we're going to be streaming. Uh, we've been doing radio plays. I don't know if you've listened to them, but they were fun to do. They were, yeah. If you haven't listened to them um, on Anchor, just search for Upstart Arts, and they're right there. Yeah, we did a really cool adaptation of Morella, um, Marissa Miller, at that quarterly board meeting we had in July. Stop by. It turned out we were all Poe fans, mm-hmm. and I was. we were telling her about the radio plays, and she did a really cool adaptation of Morella, which is an Edgar Allan Poe tale I hadn't heard of, and... Um, wanted to have a lesbian couple in it as the central characters, and it just turned out really amazing, and it's a modern take. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I recommend listening to that. And then the other two are the Cask of Amontillado, which is phenomenal. It's a, That's a very popular story, but uh, actors did a good job. And then um, Telltale Heart. Telltale Heart, which was so creepy. Mm-hmm, so creepy. And uh, our, our, um, we had a composer and a musical director for the first two who was new to us musically and because I, I didn't get to work with him this summer and I really wanted to, so I asked Gail if she minded if I asked somebody else. And she said no, and so he really went over and above board. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Gail got to do Morella, and so I liked the radio play experience. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, so there are a lot of theaters who are finding, like us, who are finding innovative ways to entertain you. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that's free to stream still. The Met is still doing a free opera every day mm-hmm. to stream. You just get the Met Opera app on your Roku. Um, Joyce, there there was just a Beethoven um, Ode to Joy thing. Yeah, for Beethoven's 250th birthday. That was a live stream performance, but that's still up on YouTube. So mm-hmm. there's still a lot of free content out there. Um, so stay home and watch it and be safe. And I mean, we had a... I was a little lonely during Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. honestly, but I don't really like holidays. It's like other people's family family whatever all of that makes always makes me a bit lonely um but we had a really cool around the around the zoom call i felt like it was around a campfire because <laughs> you know there wasn't just one 12 people in 12 different windows but family groupings in each front of each thing and yeah it was nice and you kind of got this i kind of got the sense that everybody kind of wanted to be there and talk because Random raging conversations are one of the things I miss in this pandemic. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Republicans are cheaty whiners who can't win legitimately. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID is a real problem, so be as safe as you can. Um, and we will take a break and then come back and talk about some of the fun stuff we've been watching. Yeah. 
And so be right back. And we're back. And we're going, we're, we've been watching um, Christmas It's Hallmark movies. Christmas movie. It, it's, it's Christmas movie season. It's Christmas movie season. Yeah, we, don't, we haven't watched anything on Hallmark, actually. No. But we've watched it on Hulu and Netflix and all that. Um, we watched one with too many white people. That was... That was bad. That yeah. was a bad movie. Yeah. We, uh, although I think we might have talked about that on the podcast before. We might have. I don't We're know. instituting diversity rules. Yeah. Oh, we might have. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And actually, then then we watched another one that had a lot of white people in it, but it was also gay, and had Kristen Stewart. So. Yeah, but also the brother-in-law was black and. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it had. It had some diversity. Yeah. Yeah. And the two small children. Mm-hmm. But I had Kristen Stewart and Kristen Stewart's wardrobe, which was the highlight of it. Yes. It, what was that called again? Uh, Happiest Season. Happiest Season, right. Yeah, gay Twitter was kind of split on that, or lesbian Twitter was kind of split on that. Mm-hmm. And it had the guy from Schitt's Creek. Yes. Who actually Eugene, seems... No, 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 no not, not him. Dan, uh, Dan I, Levy. Yeah, Dan Levy. Mm-hmm. Who was very funny. Mm-hmm, and the highlight of it. Yeah, he really was. Yeah, it was a good job on his part. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a hard shot to make the story because um, Kristen Stewart played a very out person and her um, lover was closeted and invited Kristen Stewart home and to come home with her for the holidays in a fit of joy or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a post-sex bliss. Uh-huh. And then it turns out that her family didn't know she was gay, and they were politicians, and... And very, very conservative. Yeah, and it was just kind of... Well, it was kind of authentic. I mean, if it hadn't been so authentic, it wouldn't have rubbed me so raw. Mm-hmm. But it was in no way fun. <laughs> no, not fun. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was good, but I'm really glad I didn't pay money for it. Yeah, because it, spe- it was originally supposed to be released in theaters. Yeah. I mean, I really don't need... It was... It was. I mean, we've had some of the same issues yeah, where you we weren't out, as out to your family as... Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was a betrayal of our relationship. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's... I think the... There were some people who wanted, spoiler, the Kristen Sirk character to hook up with the, her, the woman, her girlfriend's ex-girlfriend who she kind of turned against in high school yeah um but i don't think that's actually authentic i mean if you're in love and if i've been in a relationship with a woman long enough to want to propose to her and your life is complicated and you just can't cut somebody out because they're not as advanced out of the closet as you are Mm -hmm. um families are actually really complicated and you really should find a family that will love and support you as well as a church that'll love and support you but to not acknowledge that your intertwined lives involve some things that just don't sit well with you and yet the other person is still worth being in a relationship with that's not realistic <laughs> no <it's> not. <laughs> so this movie did actually a good job of that mm-hmm. and they kind of she once again did the <laughs> denial thing in front of her family toward the end when it came out but then, um, I guess the actress's name was Aubrey Plaza? Is that 
was that? That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Her character um, apologized (laughs) to the woman that she had (laughs) kind of left to the piranha, social piranha, (laughs) in high school. And I thought that that was the most important point of the movie. Yeah, that more than very anything good. else was that she acknowledged that she did that wrong, and I mean it was a very cruel wrong, mm. and in high school it does a lot of damage. Yeah, but I mean I think that was the most important point in whether the movie struck me as authentic and whether their relationship was worth salvaging is that she actually took a moment to apologize, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah, I mean it wasn't a comfort, it wasn't a extremely well-written movie because they made this big show big talk about Kristen Stewart's character being an orphan which just was kind of a just weird it was just yeah really it was just a weird note there yeah Yeah. I mean I think it was supposed to show how out of it the girls Aubrey's parents were but I mean I think honestly that if they had been more sophisticated that whole thing would have there were it it would just there were some really farcical moments that worked. It was this weird mix of trying to be farce and having Kristen Stewart fall into or out of things, which kind of worked. And also, yeah, because Kristen Stewart can do physical comedy pretty well. Yeah, and she can also slouch around in really in clothes that no one would look at and ever think she was straight. Um, mm. the wardrobe was amazing. Oh yeah, the wardrobe was incredible. <laughs> um, but yes, but it wasn't an especially comfortable movie to watch. So. No. And it didn't really feel like a Christmas movie. No, it was set at Christmas, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, there were some performances worth watching. I mean, it seems to be... It was a very authentic gay experience, but not a comfortable one, which makes it an authentic gay experience. Yeah. And then we... I um, The lesbian book review group I'm cover around on Facebook said, you should watch... New York City Christmas Wedding on Netflix instead. It's got more closure. Then we watched a New York City Christmas Wedding on Netflix instead, and it went so many weird, weird, dark places. It, well, yeah, it did. It was, it was hard to watch, and it was. Well, that's just because they killed a lot of people initially. Yeah. I mean, not on screen. Not on screen. <laughs> that there were people who had died along the way, and then they, things changed, and they were. Back and there was a guardian was, angel, and it yeah. was one of those go back and go back and see, see what, what it would it have, been, could have like. been like. Yeah. yeah, and the two leads had amazing chemistry. Yeah, they, they really had much did. better chemistry than in the Happiest Season, right. honestly. Yeah, they did. And the the actresses did a really good job, and mm-hmm. I really bought that relationship. Yeah, that was I mean, a, that even, was a really yeah, yeah, even that was really well cast. The teen actors, even. yeah, they did. They did a good job, and, good job. and when they grew them up into adults, I mean that that chemistry was worth watching the movie for, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it went very religious too, which I was unexpected. And it was about Catholic Church and weddings and things like that. And um, yeah, but it was it was actually a more satisfying experience. It was, yeah. I, I it was hard to watch i mean it, i cried several times but huh. it was still really really good movie yeah and it was the hard to watch at the beginning and then at the end you get the catharsis right and yeah. the happiest season actually completely lacked the catharsis completely mm-hmm. and so yeah the the new york city wedding that was hard at the beginning and but it was a different kind of hard yeah and uh it was really well done and it, it had some beautiful shots too mm-hmm 
And they're really nice music. They're really nice music, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you'll cry, mm-hmm. but we can recommend that one. Yeah, we can. It takes you through a journey, and the actors do a really great job, and they've got natural chemistry, and mm-hmm. they're they've got different. It's and it's a different take on what you usually see as urban gays. I think it's much yeah. more blue collar urban gay. Yeah. And very family oriented. Very family oriented. Mm-hmm. And different cultures too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was that was really good. Uh, so and yeah, we were so we were two thumbs up for that one. Mm-hmm. Although we have not found our fluffy gay escape or fluffy rom Christmas escape movie yet. No. Although the Vanessa Hudgens movie was fun. The Vanessa Hudgens movie was fun. Yeah, that the, was the Princess Switch too. The sequel to the Princess Switch. Right. With three Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> yes. Once you once you have two Vanessa Hudgens, all you can do is add another one. So. Ah! And she does a really good job of playing the different personalities. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, she had a whole heck of a lot of fun playing the villain. Mm-hmm. And it was great to watch. It was. But we are Renette Hodgins fans. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, the some of the romances were kind of shoved to the side, and there should have been... They should have either left them out and just had fun with the girls, or... Mm-hmm. I mean, because it was, it was a little bit... The pace was a bit slow for me. It was a little but bit. But it was fun to see Vanessa Hodgins. Yeah. Go to town and various <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. so, yes, let us know if you've seen a fluffy Christmas movie that we want to watch. We're going to watch the Jingle Jangle. What's that one called? Jingle Jangle. Yeah. That one looks fun. And the Christmas and, Chronicles 2 looks and, fun. And the Dolly Parton one. And the Dolly Parton. Oh, my God. Dolly Parton is amazing. Oh, yes. She's actually released. I was looking through my Spotify new releases and saw... Uh, cuddle up cozy down christmas and mm-hmm. so that was the first one i looked at and of course it's dolly parton because dolly parton understands rhetorical devices or cheat codes for languages and they will draw people mm-hmm. in and so she's released a christmas album called the holly dolly christmas <laughs> and it's great and it's great of course and she's got a netflix movie called um christmas on the square, square yeah and um and she is a part funder of the pfizer vaccine um, whatever one the Vanderbilt University is working on. Yeah. Um, she kicked in a million bucks, so Dolly Parton is an American legend, and we should be grateful hero for her. And a hero, and a very sensible woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's done so much good work, she just... She, I was reading somewhere, is that the reason Dolly Parton is not a billionaire is because she gives so much of her money away. Mm-hmm. I mean, billionaires should not exist. Billionaires no. are people who hoard money... And it's just appalling. It is. They're not even like dragons. They're like Gollum with the little ring, except for their little ring is piles and piles of money that could actually be helping things. And then you have Dolly Parton who gets money and just gives it away. Mm-hmm. She, Because her father was literate, she's given away so many books. Yeah, she set up a whole foundation that just sends, I forget how many books every month, to basically any child. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Dolly Parton, get her, go buy her a Christmas album and yes. support her good works. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on that happy note, listen to Dolly Parton's um, album. We recommend. Yep. Cuddle down, cozy up Christmas with Michael Bublé. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. It's squad goals. <laughs> and um, stay warm, stay safe. You gotta. Take care of yourself because even when the vaccine comes, it will take six weeks 
to get people out there. Yeah. Because even there's, it's going to be a two shot thing and four weeks and then two weeks after the second shot before you can go out with any reasonable hope of actually being inoculated. Inoculated. And even, I mean, most people aren't going to even start getting it until like April. Yeah, because healthcare professionals will be first and that's important and good because they're under a lot of stress. So stay safe and stay Try to stay out of the hospital for any reason, but especially COVID. Yeah. Um, but don't neglect your health. I mean, if you're having a heart attack, take care of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's true. People it is are, true. People aren't going to the hospital yeah. when they should. Hospitals, I mean, they're moving the COVID patients to a separate place here in York. Most, yeah. Most hospitals are taking, or I assume all hospitals are taking precautions. So if you have a serious medical issue, go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and aside from that, take reasonable amounts of precaution and queue up. Dolly Parton's Holly Dolly Christmas. Mm-hmm. Listen to it, and we'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah. And check out our po- check out our radio plays if you want a bit of creepy. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you've had enough Christmas cheer and want some creepy, go yeah, go, go for look that. for Upstart Arts on uh, Anchor or Spotify or someplace. Yes. All right. Well, take care. Be well. Yep, and we will see you next week. This is Michelle. And this is Kim. Signing off. Bye. As soon as I... Whatever my phone. <laughs>